Welcome to Coffee Contrails. I'm here today with Andrew Michael Davids from Santa Cruz, California. Um, welcome, Andrew. Hello, thank you. I have recently heard that you've had this great opportunity to direct uh, at one of the eight tents at eight plays this year in the Santa Cruz uh, Actors Theater. The title of the play is Eddie and Edna. It was written by Donald Loftus. Is that correct? How yep, do you say it. his name? Loftus? Loftus, yep. Donald Loftus. How was that, that experience? Um, and what's Eight Tens at Eight? Well, um, Eight Tens at Eight is a short play festival here in Santa Cruz that's been going on for about 25 years, I think. Um, Actors Theater puts it on every year, and it's a short play festival. Eight, You pick eight, uh, I think there's something like hundreds of submissions, and then they whittle it down to about 40 or so, and then the, they ask directors, local directors, to come in and um, sort of haggle over which ones they want, read them all, and decide which ones they want to do, and they choose, uh, actually, they do two nights, so two nights of eight, they choose 16, and then the directors, uh, we hold auditions, we have group auditions, and seasoned people that come in year after year that are wonderful, and there's also a lot of people who come in for the first time thinking, it's a 10-minute festival, I can handle 10 minutes, I can memorize 10 minutes worth of dialogue, I can, it's sort of an entry level for some, which is wonderful, new people, new faces, and um, it's also new material, so then you can or can't get in touch with the, the playwright if you want, and start to work with the playwright, and um, collaboratively come up with this 10-minute piece, and you present it about six weeks later and uh it's pretty it's pretty interesting a lot of great little nuggets of uh, theater come out of it very cool and the, the the playwrights are they located in santa cruz as well the so submissions you, come from all over um there are okay. a lot of local playwrights who submit tim woods is one i did one of his shows a couple of years ago you too he's great and uh um there's a bunch of locals who who submit and uh, but the names are not involved with the submissions, so it's a totally anonymous. But the submissions come from all over the world, all over the United States, all over the world. And there are a variety of of subjects. It's it's funny what people try to do in 10 minutes. You know, there's very small little comedies. There's very little situation things. There's lots of twists this year. There's lots of, you know, diversion, a lot of expectations going one way and then twisting another. There's a lot of religion this year. I'm curious about that. I don't know if that's just a sign of the times. So but what, yeah. what about Eddie Eddie and Edna? Right. Um, so Eddie and Edna. What's that? Um, Eddie and Edna is the name of the play. I was lucky enough to get Donald Luftus. Um, it was my first choice. Uh, I was really happy to get it. And it is a story primarily about um, Alzheimer's or dementia. And chiefly the effect it has on... The family around the person with the dementia. So Eddie and Edna is this beautiful little situation where this couple are talking, fighting a little bit, and he seems to let on that he might be slipping a little bit, and she is fully aware that he's been slipping for quite some time. And there's this whole uh, perception about I don't know this idea of dignity and pride and trying to keep your wits about you and wonder how much you you're, you're slipping, and then other people trying to accommodate you the loved one even though they are repeating themselves or get angry for no reason and so forth and then at the end of this particular play there's a twist where someone who uh edna says does not exist shows up and that person says that edna has died 
So the person is so confused, Eddie, and so split with his loyalty and his love and his and his feelings. And it really gets to the heart of what it must be like, maybe, I don't know, but what it might be like to be uh, in the brain of someone with dementia and not being sure what reality you can count on. And so many of them so possible, so many are so lovely that you don't want to let go. This relationship with your wife is so lovely. Mm -hmm. Are you making it up? Or is it the reality that you can count on, uh, you know, in the face of everything else? So uh, the actors really took it on and it was really wonderful. And we had talks with the playwright and I, I asked him, you know, what's real, what's not? He's like, it doesn't matter. I mean, honestly, you can, you can kind of l- let that fly. You know, wow. Eddie doesn't know what's real. So we don't have to knock that down. And it really opened the door up to some really beautiful exchanges with Eddie and Edna and then their son, Danny. Um, and so I don't know what people make of it. I've been hearing that there's lots of laughter or some at inappropriate or strange places. And I think it's because people don't know what to make of it. They they recognize that something's going on that's not right, but they don't know Is how to like behave. Nervous? And I think that's appropriate. I think that's sort of maybe what the playwright was after. Yeah, that nervous, nervous energy where they feel something wrong, but not certain which way they're supposed to react. There's a lot of that. And a lot of the shows and a lot of the plays in 10 minutes, you know, you do have to lead people kind of quickly. And so a lot of the plays do a lot of the work. And I think this one asks a lot of the audience because um, it's a beautiful world that exists and then it gets the the legs knocked out from under it and you think wait a minute what did i just assume what did i just watch is it real how much of it was real you know so many other times when the twist comes you feel so rewarded aha i caught that twist Uh, and you're you know you feel so good about yourself but it's so hard in this one because there's not a real reward when you figure out the twist there's just some empathy and some sympathy with your characters oh well that's heavy (laughs) Yeah. Well, anyway, that's just yeah, what I've been dealing really with the past six months. That's what we tried to do oh. in, the, in our 10 minutes, you know. <laughs> wow. But, but it's a lot of fun. A lot of these shows are very hilarious. And, uh, you know, it's every show is two or three actors and they really dive in and just nail it. And so you can really get a variety of you can get your emotions thrown all over the place, you know, in two hours. So it's a, it's a real fun thing to do. That's cool. And do you think do you think this year they'll put it on YouTube so that uh, folks, you know, can that weren't able know. to attend can, can I check hope it so. out? And I hope thank you for all you're doing to promote the theater because it's uh, it's often so uh, underground and it's so ephemeral. Like, you know, if you don't see it and then it disappears. So what are you going to do? Um, but this one, I hear someone did record it, but I'm not sure how professionally or how, if they got everything. Um mm-hmm. So I'll look into it. And if there's any postings, uh, I'll let you know. Another thing about small theater is it shows that you don't need much to get things on their feet, you know, and give and put theater out. And I think a lot of people don't do things because it seems like a lot and it is, you know, but. Um, um, and I wanted to ask you about your cast. Um, this seems like a very intimate, I mean, it's a very intimate story about this couple and so you had this exceptional cast that you needed to work with to get them to an emotional place, right? Right. And then and then the twist to make the twist feel natural. What did you guys do to get there? How did well, you work with them? Um how do you get there? Um 
the process. Well, the the style seemed to me to ask for a very a very naturalistic approach, you know, not too over the top. And we started um, we started at the Steve Capazzo's house. We 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 he was he's Eddie, and we did our rehearsing theirs. And and uh, Edna was played by uh, Mindy Pedler, and so she would come over, and um, we would have these nice little intimate scenes, and we would do some improv. Uh, we did a little improv about their early dating. We did some agreement about their backstory, but not necessarily all the way up to their whole life, but just sort of some basics to touch on so that they had some agreement. Um, um, and, I, and, and I connected that with, hey, this is the beginning of the rehearsal process. You know, kind of I try to tie these things together so that you build connections from day one. You build connections for your cast members, you build them for this the arc of your rehearsal process. And so we would meet and we would uh, we would just go through the script really simply, not not act. And then we do some improvs. Um, um, a lot of this had to do with Eddie being confused about who wants what from him. So um, the other actor's name is August Matarazzi, and he plays the son, Danny. And so I had Danny and um, and Edna just asking question after question of Eddie, just improv and just, dad, you can be at my game and Eddie, you're going to pick up the thing from the paint store. And did you get the thing? Can you, what are we doing this weekend? And just a lot of uh, try to get into the idea of the confusion of the person. Um, um, we did a lot of improv um, around trying to make connections with someone, especially someone who seems to be tuned out, you know, how to get their attention. I think part of the thing that's important when you um, act is how much you don't say what you're what you're trying to hide and I think a big part of this script was that Eddie is hiding how much he knows he's slipping he's having these horrible nightmares and he's he's having night sweats and he's he thinks he thinks he's keeping it from his wife but she knows she knows all along so I think and and yet she doesn't want to reveal to him how much she knows because it makes him upset. You know how much if she if she says you know you're having dementia, you're doing your fit again. You know, so there's this whole dance around trying to check in with each other, and yet keep something to yourself. Trying to be open and say what you feel, but also uh, have you know your your secrets. And I think that that there's a beautiful tension there. And this um, when you care about other people there's there's a there's it doesn't seem like you're checked out it seems like you always there's a there's a presence that in the scene even if you're not you know revealing 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 it's not an easy thing uh it's not an easy uh it's yeah it's not an easy thing to talk about it's not an easy thing for many families to go through obviously um yeah and um and hard when uh yeah, sorry. You're taking me to my own personal experiences that I don't want to talk about. So, um, you know, well, your family yeah. members hiding their own Easter eggs, right? And and um, it's bringing out a lot of my own my own family emotions. And um, those guys have been getting a lot of those yeah. kind of comments, and I think that speaks to the universality of um, the problem, and also the actors when they're willing to let themselves be vulnerable and be and go through these situations um it takes a lot of bravery i think to be seen with your guard down um to be seen struggling to be seen confused and seen weak 
And I think that that, you know, that that parallels a lot of the characters' struggles. Um, you know, this need for dignity, this need for, you know, especially for the man, maybe to feel like he's still the breadwinner, still important, still relevant, you know, yeah. not a burden to his wife, you know. You know, how much can I tell her, you know, um, about what I'm going through? You know, am I going to? And so anyway, I think it really and, and this is the, the beauty of theater in a way you can you can create this thing that gets these conversations starting. You can create this these the situation that so many people say, I know who you're talking about. I, I relate to who you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And uh, it leads to some great conversations after the show and uh, some moving theater. Well, I think it's very cool what you guys are doing there. I think just incredible that, that packing so much into a uh, short format and taking, transporting people into a place, a feeling, some place to, you know, to think about these things. Um, maybe they're experiencing them themselves and, and how to, learning from others, how they manage. Um, so I think it's an incredible format that you guys have going on there. And I probably froze again. Yeah. And, now you're back. And yeah, my next question I was I wanted to ask you was, you know, like, how did you find yourself at the Santa Cruz Actors Theater? I mean, how did you get involved and how long have you been involved? And um, and how did you you know, how did you roll into directing? Wilma Chandler, who's the head of the actor, head of the actors theater for many years, um, uh, she just stepped down into this new management, which is wonderful. She invited me to direct a few years ago. I acted in 810s a couple of times, about seven years ago, once with Stephen Capazzo, the guy who's in uh, Eddie and Edna, two or three times. And then she asked me to direct, and I directed once, and then I directed once when the show was canceled. And then, so this would be the third directing time, um, and pff, might be my fifth or sixth time with the festival so um i just kind of got to know the the crowd i guess and know people's work and uh she finally you know thought i was trustworthy with 10 minutes <laughs> but it's it's a little different though right being on the opposite side of the stage right uh that fourth wall you're you're being a direct directing role instead of you being up and 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 acting yeah. right yeah yeah actors are a handful no no it's it's um it is it is really good to to do this because you i approach it all from the actor's perspective because i figure in in my own arrogance and the arrogance of the actor it's your show i mean eventually you're the ones who have to be on stage doing the thing it's going to come from you um so director you have to have you know what you have to have a bigger vision i think uh, to start with and then you have to get the buy-in from your cast they have to kind of buy, uh, agree and then that takes some collaboration um and i think um just from the from the actor's perspective as the director you're trying to coax the best performance out of the actor that's applicable to the play you want to put up you might have to steer one way or another or suggest one thing or another but i don't think you can really direct by directing i think you have to sort of coax or invite them mm -hmm. to participate and then you you work something out together so it's been pretty interesting i appreciate it a lot though because when it works um you know it's beautiful to see people take off and 
you know, feel some participation that you had something to do with it. Ultimately it's all them, but you know, when you, when you get people going, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they do it. It's really fun, you know? And then that's, that's inspiring. It's almost like watching um, musicians go and then someone will take a solo and get excited and then they'll steer it to somebody else and then they'll go off and they'll both, you know, be delighted by each other's work. So what they get out of themselves, whether they're acting or directing is a mystery to me. Everybody's got their own process. However you get there, you get there. And the way I carve it out is um, I break it down and I try to make connections, connect to your other actors and connect to the material so that, you know, it makes sense to you every step of the way. And I never try to figure out in advance where it's going to go. I figure we'll know it when we get there. So how long have you been acting, directing? Like, what's what's your background? I I came at it early. I uh, got into some productions in high school and liked it. So I went to college and did some plays. And then I transferred to NYU and studied acting. So um, after a few years in New York, I um, had some success, but I also kind of got felt kind of beat up a little bit. It was it was it's a tough road to hoe, but I learned a whole lot. And I really I got I got some great um I can hear all of this experience that you've had in our conversation. You're pulling from all of this experience that you've had and um, and from all that, your the growth that you've personally had. I can hear it in how you choose the 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 choices you make in steering the cast to getting them to where they need to be, um, to to collaborate with them. Um, I can just I just hear all these this this love passion for the stage yeah. coming out of you it's it's well, it's great to hear i think it's something pretty i don't know a lot of people say they're you know we get bit by a bug or something like that i think there's just an appreciation for a certain world that exists and I, i'll make the allusion to musicians again the, the best musicians i know it's like a way of life it's a, it's sort of a uh it's um it's a relief of of um humanity like i think in the theater can be some of the best uh, of people you get to sort of have this um experience with human nature and and so i i i think it's a very honorable quest um you know, people go at it for all kinds of reasons and but when you're sitting in a room and you make the agreement to hey lights are down and i'm going to give these people my attention um a lot of crazy wonderful stuff can happen and that's it, it, the focus of all that attention is um it can affect people a lot of different ways but if you can if you can create this world where you're having a human experience while these other people watch you have this human experience then the whole group is having this transcendent moment you know so it's sort of everybody comes out of the dark saying well that was really amazing but um it was a group effort you know it's sort of this uh um this great mystery that still exists that i think it's like telling stories around a fire it's been going on for a long long time yeah that's cool <laughs> Well, um, so acting, uh, I just wanted to ask, um, you know, with podcasting, are you doing more podcasting? Are you have you have you ventured into podcasting? I know we've obviously we've done Elevator Man together. Yeah. By the way, I was really taking, impressed with that. Your story are you are you taking your start storytelling elsewhere? Um, I um, I I think I need to do better with self-promotion i think that i'm i'm really grateful for these opportunities to direct these opportunities to act i've been getting a lot of them in the past few years so 
I am trying to build on that. Um, but uh, I was really impressed with the work uh, you put together with me and Steve doing Elevator Man with Helene's project. It was it was really, uh, it's something I'm really proud of and like to direct people to. So I don't know, I would love to build a body of work. I would love to, you know, expand. Um, but so far it's uh, it's one play at a time, one theater at a time, one audition at a time. Um, I do some work with with um, Jewel Theater in town and um, some other people. I'm trying to write some original stuff. But right now I just sort of take it as it comes. I think after... After COVID, I think we realize how important these little niches are, whether it's your local um, music scene or your local theater scene or your, you know, whatever, your dirt bike racing or your poetry or your, whatever you do. It's, it's, it's important to have these community connections, I think. That's cool. Most definitely. Um, yeah, most definitely. So, um you said you have a creative project in your pocket. So if there's anything that I can do to help uh, anyway, um, when that comes, because I know it will, it, it will materialize. If there's anything that I can help do at that time to help promote, please let me know. Thank you. Um, so please, anytime, feel free to reach out. Um, is there is there a place that people can follow follow you and follow your creative adventures? I don't have anything to, right now and no place to reach me other than. Uh... Well, the uh, definitely when you guys, you know, start promoting the project that you're working on, you, you might, you might need uh, something to land on. So, um, but yeah, um, Helene is one to talk to. She's, she's, she did, I don't know if you know, but she just did a, a, a bookshop Book Santa Cruz. Yeah. Did she do did a reading? You, yeah. Yeah. She did a reading. No, it's just incredible. Her memoir and, uh, you know, getting out there and reading and sharing uh, yeah. that part of her life. I just think it's, I think it's inspirational. Um, I do too. It's a huge triumph in a way. Yeah, because especially yeah. with writing, because it's, it's such a, a lone thing in a way. And sort of to to materialize it and make it real is really fantastic. You know, to actually finish that project and to see it in a bookshop, I think was really special for her. It's so cool. Yeah, I know. I'm so super proud of her. Because um, just, you know, yeah, finishing, right? Um, doing, finishing. And then she's getting out there, getting up in front of people and saying, you know, hey, you know, this is me. Right. So I think that's really cool. Yeah. So anyway, Helene. Well, that's um, And thank you for uh, encouraging me to, put, you know, do that to, for myself, get my voice out there. I think, okay, I think we all do. I think we all, we all have our, we all have our talents. We all have our voice. We all have our light to shine. And I appreciate you letting me uh, uh, traipse mine out a little bit and encourage me. And I hope that that's what all of us do with our with our creative stuff is uh, sort of encourage everybody to you know, try a little more and break out a little more and risk a little more. Well, thank you, Andrew. It's thank been you. a pleasure speaking thank with you, you this evening. I appreciate and, this. Uh, yeah, anytime. <laughs>